0: It's time for the Orlando Lions Den Podcast with your hosts, JJ, Eddie, Cleon, and Alex Brown.
1: To another edition of the Orlando Lion Den podcast. I am your host tonight, along with my good friend Eddie. How you doing, Eddie?
2: I'm here. I'm doing well. Good to be here, JJ. Um, today it's just uh, me and you, but uh, yes. or you and I. So I'm like, um, I'm like not' I'm just, you know, out there plugging minutes. You know? there you go. <laughs>
1: uh, all of our other guys are on the injured list for today's game. Uh, they are not medically cleared, so they cannot participate. <laughs>
2: we don't we won't disclose their specific injuries just like Orlando no. City doesn't.
1: There you go. So, you got us for the next whatever minutes out there. All righty. So, let's thank our sponsors real quick. Let's thank uh, Tuga Landscaping for all your landscaping needs. Get with Tuga Landscaping at tugalandscaping.com or call me jj at 407-690-9992 i want to give a shout out to jackie menard i hear that you need a uh, landscaper out in your longwood area so uh hey i'm free give me a holler yeah jackie works for the club She's a nice lady she works
2: for the club yeah she's helped us out before
1: we could help uh, there you go i can help you and uh, let's not forget Accurate Mortgage. For any of your uh, mortgage or rates, are really low right now, especially uh, veteran rates. If you're interested in uh, getting with Accurate Mortgage, Leo, go to Accurate Mortgage on Twitter and get uh, all the information. And Field Turf. Go ahead, Eddie.
2: Yeah, Field Turf USA. Champions League is back on. Dumb. And people are not aware, but those, um, a lot of those pitches have a filter of product mixed in. That's how they look so impeccable. And so it's cool seeing their, uh, their pitches uh, shining on that Champions League, uh, tournament. So thanks, guys, once again.
1: Awesome. And, uh, let's take Casey Sports Bar and Grill out in the uh, Heathrow Shopping Center out there in Heathrow, the Lake Mary area. Um, they have, uh, Sunday football, Monday night football, and they have all the college, uh, Football on Saturdays, and they have DJs and bands on Fridays and Saturday nights. So go out there and ladies' night on Thursday night. And let's thank our other sponsor who supports uh, Orlando Lions Dim podcast, which is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below the waist grooming. Manscaped offers precision engineered tools for your family's jewels. Mm. Let me tell you something. I have their boxers, and their boxers are awesome. The I best. love them. I love them. They're so comfortable. Mm-hmm. And let me tell you something. I uh, I did uh, do some of the uh, grooming down by my jewels, and <laughs> I sprayed some of their uh, nice uh, moisture thing. Whew. It's refreshing, let me tell you.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Ringing endorsement from J.J., out there, there you go. Working uh, on the Florida, the Florida heat out there. It, it is two thumbs Let me up. Tell you,
1: it's the best thing. It, it yeah. works, especially and and it keeps you cool. Those uh, those um, those boxers. So yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, All right, awesome. let's talk about Orlando City <laughs> and let's talk about our unbeaten streak of twelve going down to Inter Miami, and uh, the last time we lost a game was to enter Miami down in Miami. Um, let's just recap the the game where Daryl DK in the 12th minute with a long ball from Antonio Carlos and basically bodied and took over and went in and scored a goal. And then uh, in, the 45, in the 45th minute, we had a own goal by Robin Janssen, our defender, who basically was trying to kick the ball, but instead it hit his foot and went into the back of the net. Not really his fault. I mean, the guy was trying to defend it. Unfortunately, it took a bad bounce. Then uh, we got, had some substitutions come in. Uh, Tesho Ekandeli comes in. Benji Michelle comes in, and so does uh, Joseph Desart. And we go all the way up to the 89th minute when uh, – and it sucks that it's uh Perez, Gonzalo Perez, who scored in the 89th minute to make it two to one and enter Miami, uh defeats us. Uh my thoughts on the game I think were I think actually we didn't do that bad. We had great opportunities. I mean Benji Michelle had a shot that I don't know how the goalkeeper just – I mean, I think he just fell and luckily the ball bounced off of him. Uh, there was opportunities that we had that we didn't capitalize. And then that own goal by Jansen uh, put a little dagger on us. But uh, overall, I think we did play a decent – I think we're losing the midfield. We don't have that midfield with Mauricio Pereira in there. And um, not knocking on Kyle Smith – Kyle Smith, every time he gets the ball, he scares me. Um, It just feels like he just doesn't know when to pass. Do I keep it? Do I give it? I feel like he's going to lose the ball all the time. And that's something, at least with Kamal Miller, you know, in the absence of Juan Montino, Kamal Miller, I feel more comfortable in that spot with his dribbling. But with Kyle Smith, to me, I just feel like, man – he just – he scares me. I don't know what's going to happen. If he's going to lose the ball, is he going to pass it? Is he going to pass it out of bounds? Is he going to pass it to the other player? He just feels like when he gets the ball, he's nervous. And uh, and you know that teams look at that and they scout that and they see, well, let's just attack him. He's going to have to give the ball up somehow, some way. So that's my fear. That's one of my weakest link is that. And then, you know, insta miami did a great job. They double-teamed and sometimes even triple-teamed, not e. Uh, with the ball, and then hey, give it to Kyle Smith. We know he's not going to really go up on that left side, but on the right side, let's double team Juan and let's get him. Uh, you know, and you saw that. You know, he had two or three that he was able to break through, but he was ba- basically contained. Um, and Pedro Gallese, once again, you know, he made some nice saves, but can't save them all. You know, uh, we need the help on uh, on that side and robin didn't hit that um that uh own goal i think that ball was not heading to the net i think it was actually heading out and it would have been probably a, a goal kick there so but un- unfortunate that Janssen. uh eddie what did you think about the game
2: i think you you captured a lot of it um especially regarding the midfield we even with Mendes back who if you remember the game at home, the match at home against Inter Miami, I thought he had a great game. He was breaking up a ton of passes. You know, they were trying to break the lines to really kind of, they like to break the lines and just start attacking forward, get it to Pizarro and just kind of run at you. Right. And, um, and Mendes just – he was just maybe a little rusty, tired. He just didn't have as much of an impact in this game. But they, the same thing happened when we played Miami the first time. It's just like the midfield gets mucked up, gets muddied, and we can't get – can't put a couple passes together. And we had Mendes higher up of the of the three. The midfield was Mendes, Urso, and Perea, Andres Perea. And uh, they, they were all higher up at a different times. So it was just – it was just particularly weird, but nobody was was kind of making that final ball. Only Urso did. Now, Mendes wasn't inaccurate. he was 92% passing, but but it's just, you know, you, you need to make penetrative, penetrative passes, and he did. The, the, remember the goal by uh, Mauricio was Mendes to, to win the last match, was Mendes stealing the ball having a nice ball to Mueller and setting that up. We we're missing that. So we, we couldn't string anything together. It seems like we were set up to counter from the beginning. We were playing long balls, long balls, and it was kind of working. It worked for the goal. DK just manhandled Fagal, who's, I mean, against Orlando, just been bodied either by Nani or by DK. And DK, you know, has bodied the entire back line by this point. And he scored. And, but if you look at the, the rest of the attack, we couldn't be the protagonist. We couldn't string mm-hmm. passes together. We couldn't keep possession to, to take it to him. In Miami, I don't know if it's just Alonzo's just kind of Liga MX kind of way of playing where it's just this like dirty, mucky kind of game, you know? It just it seems to give Oscar a problem. Uh, it's almost like, it's like, you know, matchups make fights. I don't think we match up that great against Inter Miami. Let's be honest. It, it, I mean, they're not a good club. We're better than them. But the first game we bar- we won in the what, ninth or tenth minute of the of, of extra time, right? The second uh-huh. game, they beat us, right? And it was ugly for a bit. And then the third game, we won, but we had an own goal. And then we, we had to win it late. And then this last one, we lose. It's just some matchups just don't add up. Their midfield's pretty af- athletic, you know, and, and um, Will Trapp and Matuidi are, are, are good players. And Pizarro gives us just nightmares, man. And then and I see why they put Kyle Smith on the on left back because of Morgan. But, um, and, you know, he's the, he's the quicker of the two, I guess. But offensively, if he's, if he's on left back, he's not going to offer anything. You can completely ignore that. And Nani, yes. Nani, has to, Nani has to play playmaker and do more. And then everybody in the midfield was just a step slow. You know, Perea especially. I mean, he's got to be tired. He's 19. He's playing a ton of minutes. And I don't know how Urso just plays like 40 games a year and doesn't look tired. But but Perea to me was just a bit slow. And there was a couple of times where Nanny's cutting inside and Pareya's just like slow to it. And then Mueller was getting double teamed too. Mm-hmm. Um, they they were saying Juan's gonna have to beat us and Juan's final product is still lacking. And he you know, he still had he had a couple of chances he made, but still they, you know, they they said we're gonna shut down the wingers and we're going to um we're gonna just ignore you know the fullback and uh we're gonna try to you know win the ball in the midfield anytime somebody got in the midfield they got pressured anytime nani got it double triple teamed he um he had nobody to play combinations with etc mueller had to track back on defense because we'd lose the ball and then they would just send numbers forward and he was tracking back and um so he looked like he got tired and he was a step behind and he had nobody to combine with you know so our best moments were when that we got the ball to DK and then he he held it up and we made some stuff work, but but poor Nani, you know, he he created the last four games he's created eight key passes, but zero assist. And the guy's working hard. And um look at our look at our last uh four matches. We're oh one and three. That's four winless right we have three yeah. goals in the last four but not just three goals three goals sucks but think about the goals huan with a fantastic play where he burned that dude and hit a cross to mueller right for great, mm-hmm. great better. um nani got a pk off of dk dribbling like three people and getting a a, a terrible foul from former lion Amro Tarek, and then a long ball to, to from carlos to dk or dk body to dude and had a clean finish those are our only goals before we we were skinning people and getting tons of chances, and just creating better opportunities. So that, yeah, I mean that's that's not something I, ideal. And and uh, Jansen's own goal, I mean, yeah, I mean I don't know what he was thinking. Really, he's very one footed. It was bad luck. It came at him so fast, but the way he he redirected it like ninety degrees, just so weird. Nothing that could do, and it, you know these these things happen. And but I'm more. I'm more upset about that that second that that not sorry that the opportunity to score the second goal um, is because Jansen was there. If, if yeah. I don't know, I mean, he had somebody on his right side, but it just seems like he doesn't even think about using his right foot. If he hits his right foot, I think he he could poke at far post. Um, but he to go with the toe ball. Yeah, to if ball. he would have outside <laughs> the boot it with the left, I don't know. But he hits it across goal. Like if you look at the own goal, that ball is going at him at a certain angle, like 45 degrees. He turns it like 90 the other way and then and then when he's got an open goal he hits it like perpendicular like laterally or whatever like across the like it just goes across across the face of goal and then benji runs up to it his birthday was saturday and he's running up to it and benji's a guy when he's close he roofs it he finishes that and then the goalie's, just on, <laughs> the goalie's on his butt and he just hits him It's like if that was dom we would have gone crazy I mean, that was a terrible break. What was he doing? We, we make that. We win that game. And uh, Miami, eventually, they had like 47 corners, you know. Um, <laughs> it seemed like. I didn't have 47, but it sure seemed like it. And uh, and and eventually, they they got one. Let me see how many corners they had. 12 corners. But I swear, 10 of them were like in a row. They had 20 shots. We only had two on target and eight shots. And um, we blocked nine of their shots. So who knows? I mean, that's some last-ditch defending oftentimes. And you know what what pissed me off about that goal, JJ, is that LGP, when they called off that corner, right, Mm -hmm. Uh, he scored with that exact move. Like, he made that same run and scored. But they called off the corner already. But that's exactly how he actually scored his goal. So what happened there is Carlos had, like, eight clearances. I thought he had a good game. But it it was just Urso kind of got in the way and really didn't mark him. So it's like we saw that happening. Like guard LGP, you know, it was just it was just a lack of concentration there. So uh, I, I'm not gonna make a big big deal about it, but we, we we're dropping a little bit in the the shield. I didn't think we were really really in the shield contention, but um, I I we need to, I think we could get like the fourth seed, you know, maybe higher and um in the in the Eastern Conference, and we got to start winning. We have not lost at home yet. Um, we have, uh, we're what, five, uh, five, five, oh, and three or whatever at home. And, uh, and we, we got three out of four at home and we got to, we, to me, like we need to, let's just get 12 points. I mean, nine points, let's get nine points from these three games and then call it. And then we'll be in pretty good shape at that point. And so, yeah.
1: Um, well, something that I noticed in this Miami game against Orlando was the clutter in the middle. Yeah, you know, sure. there was a lot of clutter. We we're not going to uh, in, in that. And I'll be honest, it's it's also we don't have Juan Montino, we don't have Mauricio Pereira, so the, those guys we don't have Yuri. Think mm-hmm. about Yuri as a center defensive mid. How much he controls that midfield basically, and then it just gives it up to Mauricio, who controls on the other side and more the attacking side. So those two right there combined control that whole midfield. Where we have Seba Mendes and Andres Perea, who are both really, if you think about it, center defensive mid. They're not really a number 10. And they're, yeah, they're both tight. Like, they're both,
2: they both can be, like, safe with their passing, right? Just square, 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 you know? No one's, like, moving it forward and and, and pressuring the defense.
1: And then. Of course, Kyle doesn't really move up, and I don't think, to be honest, I don't think Nani has the confidence that he has with João Montinho on that side um, on cut for Kyle Smith, and uh, Kyle stays back a little bit more. I mean, he goes up, but he's more of a staying back. But I, so, I, think, with I, mean, Lewis Morgan,
2: I think with Lewis Morgan, that made sense this game, though, right? I mean, that guy's fast. Well,
1: Lewis is very quick. You know, Lewis is a quick guy, and, and I mean, he put some nice benders in there a couple of times and he really i think he schooled Kyle Smith a couple of times also so um but definitely uh y- you were saying you know the team uh hasn't really lost a game hasn't lost their 5-0 and 3 at home um and it's i mean it, it's it's time to we need to and just because we started winning doesn't mean we're going to win the supporter shield doesn't mean we're going to win this championship okay the MLS championship all right Let's be happy we made the playoffs. Okay. We've, we've, I know we want more. I'll be happy if we get more, but let's take it step by step. Okay. I just don't want people to say, hey, we're going to win everything just because we made it to the finals of the MLS is back. We're playing great. It's fine. Okay. We're going to have our bad moments. And th- thank goodness we're having our bad moment right now, if we think about it, which isn't really a bad moment. We've only lost one game. You know, we've been 12 12, uh, unbeaten, you know, until this game. So let's have our bad moment now where we lost this game. Now let's go on another 12 unbeaten streak. Okay. And that basically puts us in the MLS championship game, probably. Okay. If we had that many games, but I get your point. You're getting my point where I'm getting at. Mm -hmm. So let's let's go straight. We got this one out. I bet you Oscar. You know, Poppy's out there yelling at them. Hey, we need to do this, do this. We're getting probably Mauricio hopefully back mm-hmm. soon. Yeah, what, what's what the, the news on that?
2: The news is that that um, he's been training fully, and they they want to get him back either tomorrow or or the the weekend match against Montreal and New Jersey, and uh, either one. So I personally think he subs on tomorrow, and I think he starts. You know, for Red Bulls. Uh, and then, match.
1: and then we got. And then mm. we got Mateo, uh, Mateos Azeas. Azea. Yeah, I, no, Ias. Ias. Yeah, Matheus Ias. Yeah, you had it right. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And uh, we got Alvarado. So those guys are going to start coming into the mix yeah. soon. And you saw Mateos. He was brought in for the last two minutes of the game or minute of the game mm. uh, against Miami. So my thing is, is let's not panic, OC fans. Mm. I know it was a loss. And technically mm. – it shouldn't have been a loss. Yeah, it's I just – it's
2: who we lost that pisses, pisses I know. all I, of us if, off. Yeah. I mean, no, the if, if it was Atlanta, would the same
1: way. We would have been pissed mm-hmm. off because we would lo- lose sure. to Atlanta. Mm-hmm. So, we lost the game. We lost it, okay? Uh, now we go. We come back, and we go strong. You know, go into the playoffs strong. I honestly think, like you, Eddie, fourth or third uh, in, in the uh, Supporter Shield, finish fourth or third, and then go into the playoffs and, and, and be strong in the playoffs. Anything can happen.
2: Absolutely, I'm I'm with you on that. And as of, as of today, um, the the Eastern playoff is the following: Philadelphia is the first seed. Toronto is the second, right? Um, then we would play New York City FC as the fourth seed, and the, the hot team, yeah. And then with Columbus versus New England. The playing games. are the hottest team right now in the league. Might be Nashville. I mean, they're yeah. on fire. They've only lost two 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 times in the last twelve games. They're starting to score goals. You got to watch out with them. And and how about you know enter enter uh, Miami, all that money and all that, all that, you know, uh, attention. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, once, once everybody, everybody gets their like even games, they're out of the playoffs. You know, as of today, the impact would be the temp seed Nashville will play the impact um, or sorry, Nashville would um, there'll be the playoff, the playing games. If Nashville wins, they play Toronto. If Montreal wins, they'd face Philadelphia because they're the lower seed. And then we have Red Bulls, Chicago, fired eighth and ninth seed. New Red Bulls would play Philly if Nashville wins. New York Red Bulls would face Toronto if Montreal wins. And then Chicago would face Philadelphia if Nashville wins. And Chicago – or or they would face – uh, Toronto, Toronto, I- Impact win. Yeah, so basically, the lowest, lowest, lowest seed who wins faces the number one, and the highest seed faces the number two. Basically, right? That's how. So
1: I- let me let me ask you this real quick, Eddie. Mm-hmm. If uh, Orlando jumps to number three, we would be facing, just say for example, New England mm-hmm. Revolution. Correct. Would you rather face NYCFC or New England Revolution?
2: I don't know. I mean, you would think with with NYCFC with losing. Matrida, right, or, um, or whatever his name is, the little dude. I always mix yeah, him Mitra. up with the other guy. Yeah, Mitra, Mitra. Yeah, I always mix him up with the Costa Rican guy. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, he. Um, you would think that they would they would be better matchup, but when we played them at home the other day, I thought we were lucky to come out with a point. I mean, well, we were not Keaton, the better team that day. We Keaton were not Parks the better is team.
1: Starting to starting to. Play to good. play higher up, yeah, Keem Parks CFC. is playing higher up, yeah, yeah, yeah. form,
2: yeah, was a sporting product or he, Portuguese Benfica product, Benfica, yeah, there's that partnership, you know, once again, <laughs> doing do nothing for us. But anyways, um, yeah, he, I mean, he I played, didn't he mention played. it,
1: by the way, folks. Yeah, I did not did mention
2: it. that. <laughs> I did it for you, JJ. I knew it. We always like we got that ESPN going. We just know it. Yeah. And, <laughs> um. The I, I don't think we I don't think we played him very well against NYC last time without and they didn't have that that romanian fellow there either and um so you know what let's bring on new england we're gonna play new england uh here soon right so i think we play them soon so um hopefully um no do we play new england coming up
1: uh, I think they're one of the the next four games. The last four yeah, games. Yeah, I thought so play. too.
2: Hold on a second. Yeah. They, they, well, let's they, see here. I mean, yeah, I got it in front of me. Oh, you sorry. Got it? One second. Yeah, I have it. Yeah, we do. Um, no, we don't, no, we don't. actually. No, we don't. Oh. Okay, so we'll play New England. I would just say let's play New England. We got Atlanta, uh, Montreal, Columbus, and Nashville. The remaining four games. So I'd rather play. I'd rather play. Yeah, yeah. I'd rather play New England just because New York City. They they kind of um they should have beat us that that match I think. Uh, Brian Rowe saved us a little bit there and we wouldn't look that that good against them. So, yeah. Wow.
1: Well, yeah. Because the, uh, this, the, the next four games, the mm-hmm. last four games, which is Atlanta, Montreal, Columbus, Nashville, that you mentioned mm-hmm. out of those four, three of them are really playoff teams as of right now, as of today. Technically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Montreal, Montreal and Nashville Columbus play games, but you know, in they're Columbus, in this, in Columbus mm-hmm. as, uh, the second seed right now. And Atlanta
2: isn't, which is hilarious.
1: Atlanta, yeah, they're (laughs) – if we beat them, they're basically out of the playoffs, I think, most likely if they're not already out. But, I mean, Sunday's game against Montreal, Columbus, then next Wednesday, and then finish it off with Nashville. I honestly think these are three games at home that we have, okay? I I honestly think we we definitely – need to get these nine points and this is a good test to see now my question is and you can answer this for me do we see yuri or do we see joan montinho in any of these i'm not even gonna say tomorrow's game but the last three games
2: i think we see do um uh, montinho after we see yuri i think yuri's probably closer latina was at training today they're doing a nighttime training he was there but you know, I don't know to what extent, right? Yuri seems like he's he's been training more frequently. I think we're saving him rem-
1: for the playoffs.
2: Uh, first, yeah, we might first. be. We might be saving him for the the playoffs. Um, and then I think we see Yuri first, but I think we see Mauricio first, and then I think we see Yuri maybe this weekend as a sub, and then um, then we get that midfield going. Um, you know, either way, and Mendes, Mendes, getting you know some more time, because to be honest, I did the numbers. The most. Successful at least goals against average, um, was the the duo of Mendes and urso actually mm-hmm. believe it or not? So the, those two were were the best uh, partnership we've we've had at least goals against. So, but Yuri Yuri could be very useful. Yuri and Mendes were excellent in the MLS's back tournament. Let's not forget that they, they were the ones once urso got hurt against Philly, they played they played like the rest of the matches all the way through to the final. So um, I think I think we see I think we see yeah I think we see Yuri first. <laughs> Can't wait to see him. I miss him.
1: Yeah, I, mean, I, I, I we all miss him. Yuri and him.
2: and Matinho's almost two months, guys. Two months.
1: Yeah,
2: I man, Matino so, was like, "I'll be back soon, man."
1: Dude, yeah, that didn't happen. That no, didn't man. happen. Who, who yeah. knows? Could have been something else. Now, remember, last year you also had a little pulled groin, also, mm-hmm. and uh, got him out of a couple of games. So let's not bring him in too quick, and then you know we'll yeah. miss him out through the playoffs. So that, my thing so. Is, is, I hopefully start him in the playoffs. Get him, get him set up to the playoffs, mm-hmm. get him in, and then uh I mean, what's that four, five five, six games that we need him for the playoffs? Hopefully
2: yeah. he can if, to- it, that's true, and if you look at what what Oscar said um in my grandmajo's article, he said we want to get healthy and kind of get in the right moment the right groove in the playoffs. so I don't think he's going to rush players. I think you know I think he's going to show trust on who 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 he has right. I think we'll see a lot of Kamal Miller at left back and he's done mostly fine. He just doesn't one, he's like Mendes, like one really dumb pass a game, but he's done, mm-hmm. he's had some really nice defensive efforts. And, um, and I think we, I think he'll, he'll trust that group and with, you know, Mauricio sprinkled in, Yuri sprinkled in, and then, you know, find our groove in those playoffs. And I think that that's more important at this point. You know, what I mean is like, I don't think he cares if we get the second or third or fourth or for seed. you know, he just wants to get in there and get healthy. So he, is he gonna is he gonna push to get to like the second seed? I don't know. I don't think so. I think he's gonna. It seems like it seems like he's gonna try to make sure that we're we're running. You know, we're in pretty good form, fitness wise,
1: to make a big run in the playoffs. Yeah, my my main concern is I just want to be in the top four. I, I can yeah. I can care less if I'm fourth or third. Uh, I don't think we're going to win the supporter Shield. I think it's done with that. So let's just maintain ourselves in the top three, four. I don't want to go below four because I want our home field advantage in the playoff. Exactly. So, um, uh, and this thing is, came up. Uh, I know mm-hmm. that you've been doing some research on Mauricio Pereira, the impact mm-hmm. that he's given Orlando City while he's been in playing on mm-hmm. the field. What is the impact that we've lost with him being out?
2: Yeah, well so Mauricio has played about nine hundred and sixty-two minutes, right? And mm-hmm. we and we our goals against um, he's played fourteen in fourteen matches. Um, our goals four with Mauricio, and without him, it's it's basically it's a basically a goal. I believe with Mauricio we're over one point six goals per game, and without him we're at seven five. 75. Wow. So, I mean, 0.75. A, yeah, 0. 0.75. I mean, wow. see, that's, that's a big impact. He's got two goals and he's got five assists, right? And some of those mm-hmm. are less assists, but it's the impact on the game, impact on keeping possession. I mean, how many times has he gotten the ball in pressure, skinned a couple dudes, right, spun around, and then just played a, a ball to get, you know, to Nani flying and, or Mueller, you know? So yeah. He's just, he's just a smart player. He's a player that the other players trust, and he is in 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 Oscar's system. You know, he needs a generalito like himself. He needs that guy in the midfield, that midfield general. So Mauricio Perea coming, it, we're just – if Mauricio Perea isn't, isn't humming in the playoffs, I, I'm afraid we're one and done. I think it's that important. If Mauricio – we need Mauricio. We're not a really, really good playoff team without Mauricio. And period, period. That, that's how important he is to me to the team you know we we, can we win we showed we can win without him can we can we be tough to beat we've shown that but you know we have 31 goals in the season 27 goals when he plays right in those in those matches so just do the math and uh and so we've had three goals in the last four games that he hasn't played so it's it's a huge 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 impact and um and I can't wait to have him and then I wanted to address this too the um, someone asked us, uh, Halik one of our our listeners. He appreciates you always uh, contributing and participating with us online on Twitter. He asked, Is Orlando City uh, actually a good team, right? The, uh-huh. Our our opponents haven't been. We we've had an easy schedule, etc. You you can. It, it came across as as a good question to me, but also I think he, he, uh, this person sides on that. Hey, look, it's a good year. We've improved, right? But let's not. Let's not get our, you know, let's not go crazy. So what I did is I looked at our, the points per game of our opponent. And I looked at the points per game of, of Toronto, since they're at the top, right? Um, right there next to Philly. I didn't do Phillies, but I did the Columbus crew as well. So our, opponent, our opponent's points per game is about 1.27, 1.268 points per game. Our the Toronto's is 1.277. And Columbus is 1.287. These are marginal differences. We can't say Orlando City is only doing so well because they have easy opponents. When if you look at the teams above us, their, their schedule is comparable. Toronto played, they played uh, Montreal four times. You know, they mm-hmm. played Vancouver um, three times, I think. They played, you know, they played D.C. United. They played DC United twice. They played FC Cincinnati. You know those are bad teams. They played Atlanta. You know the Crew played to Chicago Fire several times. They played Cincinnati three times. So yeah, Atlanta sucks this year. And yeah, Inter Miami isn't good, but you know Inter Miami has a better is better than Cincinnati, and Atlanta um, Inter Miami is right there next to the Fire, and so. Yeah, and I mean, and if you look trash at trash too, so it's pretty balanced. So. At, yeah, go ahead.
1: If you look at the teams we've played so far this year, mm-hmm. I mean, I go back all the way until the uh, MLS's playback uh, is back in when the season restarted. All right, we lost our first game to Inter-Miami, 3-2 to two on that one. Then no, we no, played no. – Oh, you're
2: talking about after the tournament. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, right. after
1: Sorry. the tournament, yeah. Then we played Nashville. Where we beat them three to one. Right now, a playoff team, hot team, correct? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Then we played Atlanta United. We beat them three to one. At that point, they still had PD Martinez there. They uh, had a good team, and that, that was Marco. the team. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that was the team that uh, uh, Frank DePore, I think, got fired after that game, uh, yeah. if I'm not mistaken. And then, so, yeah. and then we we went to Nashville. We tied them at home, one one. Mm. We uh, came back home, played Atlanta, one to one. Mm-hmm. Then we beat Inter-Miami 2-1. We played another – we demolished Chicago 4-1 to one mm-hmm. at home. Then we went yeah. on the road, and we took on Sporting first place in the West, Sporting Kansas City. We beat mm-hmm. them 2-1. to one. Then Sporting's we above seventh. us in
2: the Shield right now. They're a good yeah. team.
1: Then we, we took on Dallas, who's seventh right now in the, uh, in the West. Mm-hmm. We went to Dallas with fans, 0-0 zero, zero tie. Then when we came back home, played the Red Bulls, three to one, we beat them. And then here comes our little slump, which were all ties. We tied Atlanta, we tied NYCSC, and we tied the Red Bulls. Now, if you look at all the teams, mm-hmm. if the playoffs were to start today, and I count only three teams that would not be in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Everybody else our playoff teams that we played except and then starting for the last the next four we have atlanta which is not a playoff team but then the next three are playoff teams right now yeah you know yeah it's true so so uh actually i lied two of them are well don't no, three well, montreal no, no. montreal two. Montreal's, in yeah, two. Montreal's, montreal's in two in it too. and and so miami's uh borderline three as non-playoff well. teams mm-hmm. as of today basically the the miami atlanta and I think uh, that is it. Atlanta and, and Miami. So and that's maybe, two.
2: And Chicago's right there, and RSL's right there. You know, so yeah, um, those are so, those are all. So to me, yeah. mm-hmm.
1: when people are asking, "Is OC good?" Yeah, we've improved a lot. The answer I is mean, yes. Yes, the, the yes, we're good. We're yeah. we're a contender.
2: If you look and, at our opponents, oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead.
1: And, and you know, even the pundits are even saying it. You know, mm. Orlando is good. You know, so to me. Orlando City is good and Mm -hmm. we hopefully we continue our our greatness.
2: Exactly. I'm I'm with you on that. So the answer to to my answer to that question is yes, Orlando City is good. Now, are they, are we, are we number one in the shield? And I don't think, I don't know we're there yet, but you also have to consider that that if you're going to look at our schedule, you have to balance it and say, okay, it's equitable across the board. A lot of these, the other teams Toronto and Columbus, I showed, for example, um, and I counted everyone's MLS is back regular season games in there as well. Um, mm-hmm. And so I just, whatever's a regular season, I just use that. And um, and that's where I got that. So you can't say, well, the crew's good and Toronto's good because they're above us I mean, and solely because of that. Um, you could say they're better than us, but to say that theirs is legitimate and ours is a fluke, it just isn't really fair, especially considering the amount of injuries we had, the amount of players we've had to play. I mean, we're over here with OCB Plus guys, guys who, who are meant to be down there playing or getting minutes and stuff. We got a signing it took 30 days just to get on the pitch. He got on the pitch for 30 seconds. And then we got our other new signing who, who's in the 18. So with, with our guys healthy and, and these guys getting minutes, I think we have a potential – to do some damage. Now, now, this being said, we have to balance our perspective. Is Orlando City going to win the shield at this point? No. But should we expect more, better than the, we've had this last stretch? Yes, we, we should expect that. We have to balance it. We have to be happy that we're here and the club is growing and getting better. Right. But we also can see the product on the pitch, see how we've played. Right. And, and expect that to happen again. We would look the mess of some of these games, and we need to get that straightened out. And uh, we can't we can't be we can't go four winless like this. We can't be just tying all the time. We got to start getting three points, and um, and we have to start you know just start creating a better attack and 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 scoring some goals. And um, and um, so I think if you look at us with potentially getting healthy uh, with the new signings, I think it's reasonable for an Orlando City fan to be grateful for where we're at, consider the season a success, but also still have some demands based on the quality of coaching, the quality of play and what our full roster healthy can actually do with the talent, especially Maurice Pereira pulling the strings in the midfield, you know? So that's where I'm at. I'm happy. I'm satisfied. It's been a successful year, even if we're one and done, but I'm going to be left saying, man, we could have done better. We could have done better. And, so that i think that's proper so yeah that's that's, that's
1: proper guess. that's the, that's the natural of the person right? and, and, and the way the people are i mean even me you know we made the playoffs i'm happy i mean it's the first time ever yeah i'm, now, I'm not complacent we, we, i'm happy
2: but i'm not saying okay yeah, we, made, now, it, we no, made it
1: let's leave we, no we're it. let's
2: make a let's we show up a band. the first
1: round well we could have done better we could have done you know but I'm happy that we made it, that we, we finally broke ice, and we finally made it. Now, exactly. now saying this, last year, and this is a, a good example. Last year, we used to say on our predictions, Orlando versus Philadelphia. Orlando's going to lose. Orlando's going to lose. We Everything. Orlando, we had no faith, on, really, in our team. We, we just knew that we were going to lose. Now, you can see the culture's changed. Orlando's going to win. And you expect Orlando to win now. You're expecting Orlando to win these games and everything. Uh, Unlike last year where you expected Orlando to lose. And if they would win, wow, I can't believe we beat them. Now it's like, wow, I can't believe we lost to them. And a perfect example was Inter-Miami this last weekend where we lost. We're like, oh, my goodness, we should have beat them. We yeah,
2: have against, to them against Atlanta too, we should have beat them. Against Red Bulls, yeah. we should have beat them. You know, we we've left some some there, but before we we were we were like, hey, let's let's go out there and fight for a draw and get some points, yeah. build momentum. Now we're like, dang, you know, like uh, I think I saw my, my, heard Miguel Gallardo mention this somewhere different, where you know people think of us funny in that we just got to this level and we're just, now we're already so demanding that we don't want to just get a point. Well, because if you, know, you look yeah. at the product on the pitch, we, we, we should have done better on some of these matches. We could win, and we need to get that straightened out. And I don't think this is a one-and-done club. I really don't. I, we're going to go into playoffs and kick the door down, make some noise. We have the coach. We have the talent to do it. We're not mm-hmm. one-and-done. If it's one-and-done, that's disappointing. Is the year a failure? No.
1: That's what I'm trying to say. But
2: I don't All think right, we're
1: one-and-done. I don't think we're one-and-done either. Um, I, I think we're uh, – Maybe five and done or six and done, nice. whatever the MLS uh, championship is, <laughs> to get us uh, into the CONCACAF Champions League. Um, it would be nice if we rematch Portland in the MLS championship. That would be beautiful to see that. Uh, let's talk about the newcomers, Alvar- uh, Alvarado and Mateo. Yeah, Alex-
2: Alexander Alvarado and
1: Mateos Ayas those are the names. <laughs> As a, uh, you know, uh, I, uh, him being Brazilian, I th- I would have thought it was it yeah. was yes but uh, I guess I'm wrong. No, you're adding letters in there. I don't know, you got a Z. I don't know what A S with the little No, there's up a on top. there's a there's no the S at accent. the beginning.
2: It's A I A S.
1: A I I Zayas. No, but
2: you're putting this some kind of Z sound before the A. A, S, in Portuguese,
1: is a Z sound sometimes.
2: But but you're putting it before the A. The A is before the Ah, S. Okay.
1: We're done with Portuguese and Spanish (laughs) selection right now.
2: Yeah, for sure. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Well, uh,
1: let's talk about the newcomers. mm -hmm. Uh, Mateos uh, came in for like 30 seconds, a minute, Mm -hmm. after being here for a year and finally playing. I mean, 30 days. And. Alvarado. He had to hit all the parks before he started. I think that's yeah, what it was. You got to go see all the parks and see if you like. It before <laughs> once he I stayed. saw him, once I saw him
2: hit Gatorland, I was like, "All right, he's he's done on his park he, he's, tour. He's, <laughs> he's ready." Once you, once he
1: hit the Legoland Gatorland stretch, I was like, "He's ready to go." <laughs> <laughs> and then, um, and then Alvarado, who was on the 18, but didn't play. Uh, but he he was able to within what two weeks yeah, be man, uh, he was, back. He used an or maybe less than that. Yeah. But um, but finally, I mean, we really can't say what Mateos did. I mean, 30 seconds, whistle blows. Now, thanks for coming out. At least you got your first cap of the uh, Orlando City <laughs> in 30 seconds. But, uh, but hopefully he'll get more playing time uh, as the uh, season. Hopefully tomorrow he'll get some playing time mm-hmm. uh, against Atlanta. And then uh, get, we'll get to see how he plays and everything and alvarado the same way which i think you'd probably come in for maybe Nani, uh take a little rest because uh, you're definitely you're definitely going to need Nani to get some rest if we're going to make it far into these playoffs that's another yeah. big thing
2: that's true man a man's been, been putting in more minutes than me on this podcast and uh <laughs> and uh, we're going to new jersey same day travel on the weekend we got to get Nani yeah. some rest you know
1: yeah Even if he's on the 18, sit him down for a little bit, man. Because in the playoffs, I need him healthy. I need him strong. Mm Because that's what's going to be our X factor, I think, in in the playoffs.
2: I think we need to win at home and uh, 90 90 plays tomorrow. And then I I sit him on the weekend. Let let Benji start or something. And then um, let Benji start with Mueller. And then bring in Alvarado and bring in Ayas. Especially if Mauricio
1: is coming back probably in the weekend game against Montreal hey just we uh, make it and let him control midfield and, and let benji go in there or maybe even alvarado who knows yeah, if he's knows. ready and everything all right uh first breaking uh news yesterday mm-hmm. right here on orlando lines and if you saw it on our twitter uh page it was ocb um mm-hmm. we broke it out first uh eddie you want to tell us a little bit about the ocb news that we broke
2: yeah we're gonna get a little bit more detail um, get into some more details here in another podcast this week, but OCB. What happened is um, OCB is gone. Right? They're not in League One next year. The MLS is going to create some kind of reserve league. That's TBD to be determined. But what happened, on a nutshell, is they released all their players, um, and um, there's some of them uh, we're not sure. Some are just gone. Period. Um, most of them, or a couple, we're not sure what's going to happen. The only one we um, Wilfredo Rivera and in um, and th- and Thomas Williams. Raul Aguilara Jr. is uh training with the first team. You can see Correct. him in the pictures from today. And he's there. So we'll see what happens. We'll get into some more details about all the players this week, but OCB um 4.0 coming soon. We'll see what happens. Um <laughs> the uh, uh we'll get more into it, but it's just well we're
1: gonna have a we're gonna have another uh, podcast this week for everybody. Um yeah. uh going to be you guys are going to be recording thursday i won't be there but you guys are going to be recording and you'll be talking a lot more information about Mm. ocb cleon and
2: i are working on something for it you guys will like it
1: yeah so uh a lot more information about ocb uh coming up on uh, the next podcast uh, this week that we have kind of a special edition uh for you guys on it uh let's talk about preview uh let's preview the atlanta game for tomorrow Mm -hmm. uh you want to go or you want me to go
2: you, um, I'll go ahead and go and you can wrap it up then. Um, okay. Atlanta, Atlanta's, you know, hasn't been a great team. The last match we should, we should have beat them, but you know, we, we, we still, we, we still didn't have a ton of, ton of chances. We could have beat them late. They um they're going to be without Miles Robinson, probably because he tested positive for COVID and they weren't able to train, I believe. So same day travel and all that. I wonder what's going to happen. I mean, geez, if we can't beat a, a dis Atlanta team, then I don't know, man. You know, we need to we need to make a statement. We need to slap them around and uh, show them, you know, hey, just just right now, just like kick the casket, close the door, just drop it down, call it a season for Atlanta, or put a spike in the in their season, as they like to use those spikes. And we need to destroy them. So they, I don't know if you know they we need to make sure we don't, we don't have any headers to John because that guy seems to give us a problem and uh, contain those crosses and uh, let's just be clean in the midfield. And I I think we we could take care of business. I mean, I I think, I think we see a little bit of Mauricio. I think we, we see a spell where Atlanta had, this is their season right now. They're going to come out aggressive against us. They're going to pressure and we're going to catch them on a counter. We're going to catch them and we're going to score. I'm going to say, Man, we haven't been scoring a lot, so I'm gonna say two to one, Orlando, but their one goal comes late, and we're up to nothing, and then we just we hold on. But yeah, I think we we take care of it. And I think if we can't beat this Atlanta team, then I'm gonna start getting a little worried because there's really no reason for us to lose at home to this Atlanta team. That's just not
1: very good. All right. Well, there's your prediction, two to one, Atlanta. Uh my thing is is with Atlanta, it would be the uh the four up front really. Uh Cuba Torres, Dom, Jop Dom, um Moreno Dom and uh, Moreno and Barco oh, yeah. up front. Uh you know, but our defense, you know, if we keep our defense with Antonio Carlos, Jansen and uh Huan and I, I think you're gonna see Kyle Smith again. There on the left side. Um, I would say you might see. um, I I don't know. I don't know if he'll put Mendez in. I don't know. Uh, He just didn't seem right in the last game against Miami. Uh, You didn't. I don't know. Uh, If Mendez doesn't go, I I think we might see Joey Desart get his first start.
2: Yeah, he, he he was over. He was all right against him at, at, at on the road in Atlanta, but they were pressuring him, and they, everybody seems when Desart gets the ball, he mm-hmm. just goes to the safest outlet. Very like Will Johnson, he just kind of like, all yeah. oh, you're four, four feet away from me. Here's the ball, and um, and uh, they were they were pressuring him, and then Urso at times is a little bit kind of slow to get it out of his feet too. So we we just I don't really want to see Desart there, and I think we with Dom speed and Barco playing now. Uh, I think we definitely need to. Uh, I would like to have Mendes' athleticism, or m- maybe Pereira. Oh, I agree. Perea, Perea had a I good match want, against. I don't him. want
1: a Mendes, a Miami Mendes, to be honest. Oh yeah, with you. yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. That's true. I mean, if I mean, you get
1: a good, <laughs> you get a good Mendes, and yeah, but the I, I don't know, you know, of mm. course the traveling, the COVID stuff from Ecuador, you know. I think you were in and he didn't play though there, where, which is um, uh you know thin air up in the mountains of Ecuador. And he,
2: and he got no minutes, JJ. He was there just yeah. chilling, you know, eating he was whatever. Just chilling. He so, him.
1: I don't know. uh just something didn't sit so, well in that yeah. Miami game that bothered me. Yeah. So, but uh, Orlando, I think will come out, and uh, I'm gonna be like our good buddies <laughs> that predicted Orlando to win. The uh, Dirty South soccer from Atlanta. They predicted oh, yeah. Orlando to win two nothing. Wow! Wow!
2: They didn't even did predict they, their, they, uh, their boys they min- from
1: Atlanta to win.
2: Did they mean it, or was it a reverse curse kind of nope,
1: thing? No, it's a, it's a, it's. A, uh, hopefully, they mean it because mm-hmm. they predicted it, and it's all over uh, Bleacher Report and all that oh, stuff. My gosh. So,
2: well, and I'm feeling so. extra confident because Cleon didn't say it was a lock and all that nonsense. He's been cursing <laughs> us with that, so we don't have Cleon on to curse the, the game. Nope, Is he no going to be there? I, if he's going to be there, I don't know. To be honest, I forgot to ask him, but he's not here to to do it. Hey, it's a lock. And poor people betting, <laughs> taking our, our, our recommendations and betting and losing their money.
1: Uh, but I'll tell you what, what it is. It's going to be Orlando City 1, Atlanta 1. I think we're oh, going to get a tie. Dang, that's uh, deflating. Uh, I know it's deflating. But hey, the dirty South soccer uh, from uh, SB Nation, they predicted 2 0. Orlando oh, win. Screw those guys. But man, Atlanta,
2: Atlanta has scored in the last five games, they have scored. <laughs> two goals the last they scored four before that but then if you go all the way back then if you keep going they scored zero and then one and one they just don't score a lot of goals so one is possible so one is possible but uh, i i think poppy is just gonna will them to victory Uh, i I don't i I just i just can't we gotta win man we have to win
1: uh, we have to win and i I want to win but i just think it's a one-one sign i don't give a hoot nanny about atlanta Oh, Atlanta yeah. is not even in yeah, the South over them. <laughs> I'm over them. Now my, my new rival is down in Fort Lauderdale. Yeah. The peak what? flamingos. Uh, Nerds. I think that stadium so, looks so gross, right? Is it Atlanta in, uh, Orlando or Orlando in Miami
2: right now? My, after being around those inner Miami people, you know, being near their spittle and their nonsense and how much they brag, you know, uh, it's my Inter Miami right now. Atlanta's annoying. Look, we went there, JJ. Everything we think of Atlanta is true. Remember how annoying they were? Yeah. And, I mean, they were polite, but they, it was just like it this entitlement and they, this they kind were, of thing.
1: They, they don't really care about soccer. They're just rich people that sit down and, and
2: come exactly. on. You had a Vander yeah.
1: Holyfield next to us uh, watching <laughs> a soccer game that he didn't even know what the heck was going on. <laughs>
2: That's true. None of them. A lot of hardships. You know, too, he he, yeah. he
1: he couldn't even hear because his ears still bitten off. So I mean, Damn. come on
2: terrible yeah i know but you, you that the Atlanta is just their fan base it's just it, they're annoying and over overrated to be honest it, it's Listen, just like a, it's just a whole, cultural team, thing that's not really a soccer culture
1: city their whole yeah. te- all the teams in that city uh-huh. are overrated look at the bravos the braves yeah. they, I, I said that a couple out. weeks
2: ago remember i said atlanta yeah. sports the Falcons, they choke and lose the
1: the look what happened to the
2: braves yeah
1: Atlanta Thrasher? Do they still have that hockey team? No, the, <laughs> the Atlanta,
2: the great, the city which supports their team so much, lost that franchise. <laughs> so um, the uh, uh, so no, I enter Miami is there and look, Mister. I don't know if you listen, Mister Conga player from uh, the guy with some some I don't know. He's got a Spanish name. He doesn't look it. Um, he he plays Conga so whatever. Yeah, he's no he's some guy. I don't know what his name is. He plays. He wears like a pink a pink a suit and has some dumb mustache. And then, um, and then he plays congas after the game, dude. You're not even good at playing congas. I play drums. Like, you guys are talking about all this Latino yeah, culture. The none guy, of uh, you, none of you can say, "Look, man, I'm Cuban, I'm Puerto Rican, I'm Colombian," or somebody step up and be like, "You're not good at congas. Like, stop playing it. You look like a fool, and you suck at congas." And just because hey, you guys you guys celebrate for an hour after you lose, doesn't mean you're a good fan base.
1: Hey, and they don't have anybody that plays the trumpet, do they? I don't, know, I don't know, but Because serious. the guy from Sabado Gigante with Don Francisco. Yeah, he's fuera. El, uh, yeah, fuera. I think that I whole Miami out. team yeah. is fuera.
2: Yeah, yeah, for real. Look, ultimately, it's going to be hilarious. Iguain, Matuidi, uh, pink Conga player, and they're still going to miss the playoffs. So, <laughs> yeah, that's going to be hilarious. Ten teams uh, to make it, and if they don't make it, it's going to be hilarious, and they can never live it down. But, no, man, three points tomorrow. I'm going. Three points, two goals. Mueller's back in the, in the in the in the score sheet. And just because I want it to happen, Mateus Ayas is going to open his Orlando City account scoring against those nerds from Atlanta.
1: Yes, there you go. You heard it here first. Mateos with the opening or the first goal as an Orlando City player against the Atlanta Trashers. I mean, Atlanta United. <laughs> Um, so there you go, folks. Here's your edition of Orlando Lions Den with me and Eddie. Uh, hope you guys enjoyed it. Uh, don't forget, this week we'll have another podcast with Eddie, Cleon, and Alex. They'll have, they'll go more in-depth with the Orlando City B about what's going on and everything, so don't forget to check that out. Mm-hmm. Eddie, close us out.
2: No poppy, no party. See you guys soon. All right. Let's go Vamos soon.
1: Orlando.
0: See you next time. Orlando Lions Den Podcast is brought to you by Manscaped. Who is the best in men's below-the-waist grooming? Manscaped offers precision engineer tools for your family jewels. You ever nicked yourself using some big old bulky trimmers? Because I have, and let me tell you, that hurts. That's why Manscaped has redesigned the electric trimmer. The Manscaped engineering team has perfected the greatest ball hair trimmer ever created. And just released the new and improved Lawnmower 3.0. Their third-generation trimmer features a cutting-edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents. When I tell you this is premium, I mean premium. The battery will last up to 90 minutes, so you can take a longer shave. The waterproof technology allows you to groom in the shower. One of the coolest features is the LED light, which illuminates grooming areas for a closer, more precise trimming. They've also upgraded it to a 7,000 RPM motor with quiet stroke technology. And let's not forget about the charging stand. Show your mower off loud and proud because this intelligently designed stand is a convenient charging dock powered by USB. If you're listening to me speak right now, I want you to experience it firsthand for yourself. Let's get that bush to tush clean, and I mean all of it. Get 20% off plus free shipping with the code Lionsden at manscaped.com. Make your testes their besties. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code Lionsden at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com. And use code Lionsden. Your boss will thank you. Inside. Thanks for listening to the Orlando Lions Den podcast. Until next time, be sure to check us out on Twitter and Facebook and at OrlandoLionsDen.com.